following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help. And on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, as you go about your day and uh, you enter stores now, we see it, it just, they just took back to school off the shelves. And oh. now we are getting into Halloween. We see a lot, mm-hmm. of, a lot of things. In fact, it is the, in terms of money spent, it's the second, uh, second behind Christmas. In, uh, in again, in dollars spent for decorating, well, and yeah, well, so it's all you, over. The you place. told me that the other day, and I, I did not know that. I right. had no idea. And so, hmm. what uh, you know? Tell me about the, uh, your thoughts. I kind of know some of that, but but we get a question too about uh, we're talking about the occult when we talk about the the things of Halloween. Sometimes the occult, mm-hmm. and that's different from uh, we talk about cults sometimes too. So help us to make sense of some of that. Actually, most people don't know the difference between a cult versus the occult. Um, A cult is a, it's a religion, but it's a deviant religion uh, deviating from authentic Christianity. And again, a cult is a deviant religion that departs from or, or rejects the essential doctrines of the Bible. The occult, however, refers to diverse practices that are forbidden Hmm. in the Bible. And I'll just make it clearer. Most cults don't use occultic practices. Um, On the other hand, uh, Wicca, which is known, the, the, the root of that deals with witchcraft, uh, Wicca is a religion that uses occultic uh, rituals, spirit, spells, um, uh, declaring a- aspects of earth as divine. I'm talking about the, it could be the sun, the moon, the aspects of, of, of nature. Mm. Uh, But it's an attempt, this is important, it's an attempt to gain power over people uh, and over nature. So both cults as well as the occult are equally destructive because of their false teachers and false prophets promoting a misplaced dependence on destructive heresies. But let me be specific about what does the word occult mean. Um, It describes any practice or item um, like crystals. Now, you think of crystal, uh, what's the matter with that? But I I can explain. It could be an item or uh, a practice, like a ritual, in an attempt to gain supernatural power or knowledge apart from the God of the Bible. And the occult actually comes from uh, the Latin word occultus, which means hidden or covered up or concealed. So an occultist, meaning a person who's in the occult, relies on these diverse 
practices, many practices or, or items to achieve supernatural power or to acquire supernatural knowledge like a seance. There will be people who are seeking to, uh, in a group, um, to hear from the dark side or those who are dead and to get messages from them. And by the way, that is actually forbidden in the Bible. I'm just going to be very blunt. There was a time where I knew none, none of this. And when I started um, in Bible study, serious Bible study myself, uh, I was an adult. Um, I was probably more in my 30s. Uh, could have been in late 20s. But then I started looking, seeing things in Scripture, that, and I didn't understand what those words were. And my point of saying that is there are a lot of people who are authentic Christians, but they just haven't looked to see what the Bible says. And I was stunned at all the specific prohibitions that God has given us of what we are not to, to engage in, and they're very specific scriptures. But when we're talking about what, what are these practices, um, uh, there's all the way, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell one that people would think, oh, that's harmless. Um, if you were to be given uh, an item and told it has the power to protect you. Hmm. Items don't have the power to protect us. Um, that would be superstition. These are unfounded beliefs, not based on the Bible, but on tradition. Now, it could be a four-leaf clover. It could be a buckeye. I remember being told I was in Oklahoma, had family in Oklahoma, and periodically there'd be a buckeye that we would find. Uh, I don't know if somebody from the outside had put it there, but the, the point is I, I was told it, could, it would bring luck. No, there's bad luck and good luck that are part of superstition. Some people think it's bad luck to walk under ladders. Well, you're giving power to something that is false. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? 
Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. That's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to help guide you to God's hope through our resources and just talk to them about what struggles you might be having in your life and what help you might need there. They'll be able to recommend some of our resources to you and get those to you pretty quickly or maybe even point you to a free resource on our website, which is hopefortheheart.org, and they'll be able to help you that way as well. I want to mention one of our keys for living, as June was talking about, the occult, and that is called Dispelling the Darkness. You can talk to customer support about that. Maybe that's an issue, a struggle, um, something you'd like to learn more about, and they can help you get that. Again, their number is 800-488-HOPE. Now, if you would like to... The question, or you need to explain, you said, what's a buckeye? Why don't you tell what you've just looked learned. Oh, all right. Well, as you said, it's a, it was a good luck charm, or actually still considered a good luck charm, and it is uh, inedible. It is uh, named for uh, where the Native Americans thought it looked like the eye of a deer. So, mm-hmm. no, I didn't know that part, but I knew it was supposed to bring luck, uh, but uh, that would be in the occult So that's our trivia for the day. (laughs) Now, if you would like to speak with June about something that is going on in your life, not about Buckeyes, but something else that uh, might be happening in your life and you have some questions, you just get in touch with us at 800-917 and uh, talk to us about uh, getting on a future program of Hope of the Night, see what questions you have, and we'd love to make you a part of an upcoming uh, episode of Hope in the Night. That's 800-917-800-644-4817. Let's get to our caller now. For for tonight, we have a listener in North Carolina listening on WZDG. We welcome back to the program, actually, uh, Ruth. Well, Ruth, I'm so glad to talk with you. Um, I have looked over what our conversation, at least what I wrote down quickly as much as I could, and a few other conversations that we had. So help me understand what is going on right now in your life. Well, the Lord delivered me from crack, prostitution, and alcohol about four years ago, overnight. Congratulations. um, Glory to God. And uh, 
So I was on a mountaintop with God for about four months. My pastor kept saying, Laura, this isn't going to last, Ruth. Mm -hmm. This isn't going to last, Ruth. And I'd say, don't say that. Yes, it is going to last. And it was the most incredible experience of my life. I was on top with God on the mountaintop. And nothing bothered me. Anything you said to me or did to me wouldn't have fazed me. All I could do was see God everywhere mm. and feel him. And then about four months later, felt like I fell flat on my face. I realized that I had to live life on life's terms after that. So what did that and look like? It was hard. Mm. It was so, so hard. What was I'm the most not... hard? What, what? Describe what was genuinely hard. I, I hear you were delivered from crack, prostitution, and uh, I, you know, I noticed that. I, I looked at a previous call and... There were other things that uh, was phenomenal. Uh, you had suicidal desires, and um, you had uh, you'd mentioned your mom was involved with witchcraft, and there had been automatic writing, which is one of the many many practices of the old cult. Um, yeah. So, do you believe that there is any impact from your exposure to, to witchcraft, to the occult? Well, I mean, I was only probably four years old when my mom was doing it with the neighborhood ladies. Mm. And they, they drew me into it somehow, and I'm not sure how. All I know is that they did, and, and um, I just read in the Word of God a couple nights ago, I asked the Lord to speak to me, and I flipped open my Bible to where the demoniac, the man out in the, uh, the tombs, Yes. And he he used to wear chains, but they, he would break the chains off himself, and he was so possessed by demons. And that's what I opened up to, and, and also I also opened up to uh, where it said people who go to hell, one is uh, witchcraft, and below that was drugs. And that scared me a lot, because I, I'm on a lot of medication right now, and I said, I got to get off these pills. I got to get off these pills. Um, <laughs> I just can't seem to. I feel like I'm trapped right now. I feel like I can't, like, I like when I talk to people on the phone, I'm very rude to them. And um, I don't know. 
I messed up and, and smoked pot a few times, and now I'm on a Butrans patch, which is, which is a pain patch that you put on your arm or wherever, and I have severe problems with pain in my body, and so I wear this patch, and... What is the call? Like, look, the yeah. patch and the drugs, you know, I just... Yeah. And then you talking about witchcraft, and I'm like, oh, I really am going to hell. No, 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 no sweetheart. Um, I've, well, if you are you genuinely thinking that that could take place now? Well, is that a concern? After this long, <laughs> well, I feel no, like I've been away from the away, away from the Lord and. I'm always talking to him. I'm always <clears throat> praying. I'm always mm-hmm. reading the word, and but I feel so lost. Okay, well, I feel you so trapped. When I feel you like told I'm just me, back right into a corner, and I don't know how to mm. get out, and I can't get God back, and I'm frustrated and and angry and angry at myself, not God. Angry at me. Well, I I had written a note down when we had talked, and I said next time I I'm just going to be open to the fact that we, and I'm going to ask you um, if uh, this is what I wrote. Talk next time about the occult inventory, uh, the need to do, if there's any impact that either practices or items of the occult could have on you, we're, we're told that not only is greater is he, that's Jesus, who is in you, than he, referring to the Satan, than Satan that's in the world. And I, I think it's important to realize in regard to um, what we call eternal security, your eternity, what... What is true for you? And that's what I want to mention right now. By the way, everyone has chosen wrong, even after they've become Christians. I've yet, I have yet to meet one person who said, oh, once I became a Christian, I never sinned. I never did anything wrong. That that is not, and, and I've been in all kinds of discussions with all kinds of people, and universally, everyone has chosen wrong. And it's not that we are sinless, but we sin less and less. That's the the design that God has for us. Now, there can be a besetting sin, something that we need freedom from. But the overall view, I want to, I want to read this to you from Romans the book of Romans, chapter 8, the very first verse. 
There is no condemnation. There is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That's right. Right there. Now, notice it says no condemnation. It's not, well, but I still will have some condemning overall impact. No, it says there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And that means you. Because you and I talked a year after you were set free from these multiple things that yeah. are very hard. They're, they're, I mean, you, you told me a few years ago when we talked, um, and I'm looking at what I wrote, and I, and I can't write everything down. I'm not that fast. But I loved it because you said I have a history of trauma. Uh, at times it was unbearable. It was like impossible to function. I lived with suicidal desires. And then you said last year I was converted. Uh, and and it, it was amazing to you because you said I was delivered from crack cocaine. I was delivered from prostitution. Overnight. Hmm. So that is, that's like a miracle um, for all these these. In other words, that is a gift from God. It's a supernatural gift from God to have all these multiple things that you had going on in your life. And yet um, you are set free. Now, my question is, do you believe that God is leading you that you would want us to do what I call a deliverance. It's just really renouncing the power of the things that you were exposed to in the past. Is that a desire or not? Definitely. Okay. Then let's, when we come back, and by the way, I have all the confidence in the world of, the, of God who is living in you. The Bible says it's Christ in you, and Jesus is God. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. So with him on the inside, he is the power source for you. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that he accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as his precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that he is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. 
Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. The World Class Hope Together Conference is returning to Allen, Texas this October with leading experts and over 50 ministry training sessions, including crisis and trauma response, lay counseling, marriage and family, mental and emotional health, life coaching, and leadership. Hear from dynamic speakers featuring Nick Vujicic, Taya Kyle, Gary Wilkerson, James Ward, General Bob Dees, Steve Arterburn, Dr. Joshua Straub, Dr. Eric Scalise, and our very own June Hunt. Join a genuine supportive community of like-minded friends and leaders who have answered the call and discover our growing network with year-round support for your ministry needs. Register now at hopetogether.com. That's hopetogether.com. And don't miss the life-changing experience of the Hope Together Conference. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get back to our caller in a moment. Any questions about any of the topics that we bring up on the program, just give us a call at 800-917. That is not the right number. 800-488-HOPE. 800-488-4673. And our customer support team can help you, and uh, they'll help you get the right information in your hands. Recommending tonight the keys for living on the occult called Dispelling the Darkness. Also, check out our website for a full listing of, of resources there, hopefortheheart.org slash store. All of our keys for living are there, as well as other books and Bible studies that June has produced over the years. Again, that's hopefortheheart.org slash store. Let's get back to our caller for tonight uh, and uh, back to our Ruth. Well, my friend, as I'm, <clears throat> I'm thinking about you, I'm thinking about the great work that you saw God do in your life. And there are times we can be exposed to something or participate in something and that can then have impact on us. And what I'm saying is we have been told that we are living in a world where there is there are spiritual influences that are not from God. And on rare, rare occasions, um, I go there because if somebody has had exposure and you... You can't help what you had as a child. You described this when you were a child. Your mom was in a, in, into witchcraft, and she had people around her, and they drew you into witchcraft. Am I correct about that? Yes. Okay. So, My mother the, used to... Um... The Lord revealed this to me about a week ago, actually. He revealed to me that my mother beat me from the time I was about four or five years old until I was about 12. Mm. And uh, I remember he gave me a memory, and I want to forget this memory, but I don't know how. I went to church, and somehow she was with me, which is really strange because she never went to church with me. Hmm. I was quite young. I think I must have been about four or five years old, maybe four. 
And I kept saying to her, Mommy, gotta go bathroom. And, and, there, and there was these uh, pews that were sitting in where the shiny wooden pews, you know, real shiny. And she said, shh. She said, just hold it. You'll be all right. All of a sudden, the, the seat started to fill up with urine. Mm-hmm. And she grabbed my hand and she yanked me out of the aisle, into the aisle, mm-hmm. and ran me downstairs to the bathroom. And she got down on her knees and started slapping my face back and forth, saying, This is your brand new dress. Look what you're doing to your brand new dress. Mm-hmm. Look what you're so doing sorry. to your new tights. Look what you're doing to your brand new shoes. And all I could do was just stand in and cry. Of course. That, that's cruel. You know that's cruel. I mean, children, adults, <laughs> many people have great difficulty just holding it on the inside, and there's a point at which you can't anymore. And, sweetheart, that is not motherly. Mother, healthy mothers, let me say it this way, healthy mothers don't do this. And because um, you already told her that you needed to use the restroom. But she thought she knew best or she didn't want to be bothered, whatever it was. But the fact is, sweetheart, that is not unusual at all for children and all human beings. So... But what I'm saying is there's something that was not right with your mom. Not if it was because she was in witchcraft, that, again, is forbidden by God. So um, I'm, what I'm going to do is I want, I'm going to mention different ac- um, occultic involvements. Um, the Bible says we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, uh, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. My point is, there are times when we renounce, because it starts out, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. And there have been many people on this program over the many years who have taken this in, this occult inventory. And what we do is we go through, and I'm going to ask you, did you, were you involved in this? And it'll be first just acts of stu- superstition, and then we're going to go to fortune-telling. We'll go to spiritism, and I'll explain what that is, magic and sorcery, and then spiritual, uh, supernatural uh, phenomenon. These are, the, the problem is this, it is putting faith in a practice or faith in an object. It's giving that object power, supernatural power in our, in our minds. And as we think, oh, this could get me this, instead of turning to God himself. And he is the one who is our supernatural resource. He himself is beyond the natural. 
He is supernatural. Does that part make sense? Yes. Okay. So, what I'd like to do, and I'm, I'm just going to ask. Can I tell you something real quick? Sure. Okay. Um, yesterday, something happened that hasn't happened in a long time to me. I was talking with my pastor, and he he was just kept commending me on you know praying for him and his family and and praying for the secretary of the church and mm-hmm. her family. And I, I like, got a little bit puffed up, and I was like, no, I am not going to get puffed up. This is not about me. This is about God. And mm. um, I started to do something that I hadn't done in years, and that was I said things like, you have this going on in your family? And you have girls, and you have this going on, and you have that going on, and I'm praying specifically for these things. There's no way I could have known those things, either by the Lord or by the enemy of my soul. Mm -hmm. I used to be into reading people and then being able to just know things, Mm -hmm. and it happened yesterday. Hmm. And I've been miserable all day today. Well, if that is something that you need freedom from, maybe that's why God arranged for us to have this time together. Okay? Yeah. He wants He wants to set us free, every one of us. So, if we need freedom, He is our source for freedom. Not some object, not not some practice. So, just beginning with um, the area of superstition, did you ever uh, assign power? This is dealing with bad luck. This will seem minor to a lot of people, but did you ever assign power to, like, a black cat, looking at a black cat, and if it were to be in your path, you tried to avoid it? Or not really? I don't understand the question. Okay. Well, there are areas, I'll, I'll tell you what they are. Like, there are people who have heard, if you break a mirror, you have X amount of years of bad luck, seven years mm-hmm. of bad luck. Or the mm-hmm. evil eye, and you are uh, the number 13, saying, oh, I have to avoid num- number 13. Look, there's nothing about 13. We mustn't give power. Uh, but, But that's what some people have done because that's what they were taught very long ago. Or walking under a ladder. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't walk under ladders. And when I was very young, I remember my mom was, uh, she's very eclectic. She, um... She listened to all kinds of different kinds of music um, mm-hmm. that I was exposed to, all of it, of course. Um, like, even for my birthday, weird things for a gift or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, she gave me something on my on this one birthday. I don't even remember what it was, but it was it was partially demonic. And I know mm-hmm. that now. I didn't know that mm-hmm. then. 
Mm-hmm. Um, just she would say things like, you know, like she would chase me around the bed because I did something wrong and she wanted to spank me. And I would just run around and climb across the bed real quick, get away from her. And she kept screaming at me, God is going to get you one day. God is going to get you. Mm-hmm. That can be terrorizing, especially to young people. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, we're gonna have, we have a lot of things to cover. So try to say yes or no, uh, and okay. then we're gonna deal with bad luck and good luck, and then we're gonna go on to many more serious things. So did you, did you try to shun black cats? Yes or no? Okay. Okay. What about uh, an issue of breaking a mirror? Was there yeah. any? Okay. So that was a deal. Uh, anything about the number 13? Yes. Okay. And uh, did you avoid walking under ladders? Yes. Okay. Uh, what about the evil eye? Did you have some fear of the evil I, eye? Um, I have a tattoo on the left arm of an mm-hmm. eye. I used to uh, be with a man that uh, we used to smoke pot together, but um, I remember he was very, very into witchcraft and the occult and all kinds of things, and uh, it wasn't normal. It was a weird existence. Yes. Well, it may I, be that I wanted we might... to not let it uh, control me. But well, it did. Well, we could talk about what you could do about that. It could be removed. It could be painful, but it could be removed. Well, I have okay. an eye on my shoulder, on my left arm. Okay. It's supposed to be the E-Y. The all-seeing okay. eye. Yep. Um, we'll come back and... Uh, I think I'll just categorize this. Anything that you assigned power for good luck, like horseshoes, um, rabbit's God feet. Gave me, uh, God gave me, literally gave to me, a cross. It's a silver cross with a little Jesus hanging on it. And I felt like he guided me to it. And I walked over to the sidewalk where he told me I felt like he wanted me to stand are you struggling with a difficult life issue maybe it's a family problem a private struggle or something in your past you've never resolved the good news is you're not alone Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. 
Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt, a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. If you have any questions or concerns about the the topics on the program tonight, give us a call at 800-488-HOPE. That's our customer support team. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help you access the appropriate resources. And we are recommending the keys for living on the occult called Dispelling the Darkness. The number there, again, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. June, let's return to our conversation now with Ruth. All right, Ruth, what we're doing is going through a list of occultic involvement, meaning anything that you were involved in, you could have been... Um, forced by your mom to do certain things or other people. And we're going to have to do this in a couple of parts. Like we'll we'll finish this evening, but we're going to come back and do more to renounce any power that is over you that is not of God. I have okay. a really, really, really bad time with anger, June. Okay. And I mean really bad. I talk to people on the phone that are going to help me, like mental health people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just get so angry that I just snap at them and I'm really mean to them and I'm cruel. And I'm like, I'm, I can't believe I'm acting like this. Okay. And I don't even know why. Well... We know someone, the Lord himself, who can give us his power to overcome these. You say, well, I can't help this. You may not be able to, but the greater is he that's in you, and that's, that's the Lord Jesus Christ. But Christ is in you. He is the power source for you for change. And so we will, we're not going to just talk, tonight, but we're going to come back the next available time and uh, continue. Tell me something about this. Were you involved with fortune tellers? And I'm talking about... Oh my gosh, I was a fortune teller. Okay. I used to do people's uh, readings. I used to use playing cards 
and do like tarot cards with tarot playing cards. cards. Yes. Uh, like a heart would be uh, love. Uh, a di- diamond would mean mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the heart was obviously love. And I used to do this uh, thing where I would give them readings, and they'd be like, how did you know that about me? And, you know, I... I, mm-hmm. I I don't know whether that's ever stopped. That that has stopped, but I don't think it's ever stopped. Where you know, I tell people I have a gift, you know, I believe it's from God, and now I okay. wonder, and I think, you know, uh, I think this is from God. Right. And I'm like, ask the Lord. I'm like, got really quiet and near to Him, and I was like, please, Lord, you show me. And then okay. two years ago, when I asked, and probably about three or four years ago, and. I just prayed, and I was like, Lord, I can't, I can't do this. And like, lately, the enemy has just been like, you know, you know, all you, all you got to do is go get that cord, put it on your mm-hmm. neck. You've been strangled before. It's not going to bother you. In fact, you'll probably enjoy it. Or um, just take all your pills and go to sleep. Or just let well, your wrist lay in the bathroom and leave the bathroom. I mean, friend, really my friend. serious, like, suicidal thinking. Yep. And yep. Just, I keep getting asked, do you have any um, ideas about killing yourself? I'm like, no. <laughs> I just doubt outright to say no. And, and I know that's a lie. Okay. Well, we're going to, to understand the source of that is not you, it's not God. Um, in fact, he would like to uh, d- destroy anything that God would use for good. And so he is a, a symbol of the type of death where we are taking control over that which instead God should be control over. He's, he's the one in control of our last day. So I'm going to go to a different category because I'm going to just, we just know that that's been your, your background of being a fortune teller, of using all cards to tell people's future, etc. Et et like a you know, God, the way they cut the, um, I forget what you call those things, and it would be on a necklace. Uh, boy, that would be years ago, but. Yeah, they're fetishes, maybe. Yeah. But, yeah. well, see, there, there are certain categories of uh, occultic involvement. One would be. If we've already talked about that crystal, superstition. That's what I'm to say. Oh, I'm yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, in fact, I was going to get to that actual question. That would be under magic and sorcery. And there's the what, man I what told is, you about was really into magic and sorcery, and he drew me right in. And I remember I would fight him back like I was trying to fight the devil at him, and I'd be like. Why won't you let me talk to you about God? Why, why, why? And mm-hmm. he would say, just leave me alone. Don't talk to me about it. I'm not talking about it. And I just was like, always really sad that he would never talk to me about the Lord. And mm-hmm. Okay, let me ask this general category of spiritism. That would be 
um, blasphemous, lustful voices, uh, suicidal voices. These are demonic, deceiving spirits. Uh, you mentioned about um, the suicidal thoughts that you continue to have. Yeah. And <clears throat> were you involved uh, with channeling or involved with seances? Yes. Okay. Um, were there any familiar spirits like spirit animals or spirit companions? Well, I remember I was probably about 10 or 11 years old, and me and my girlfriend, my little friend, used to go in my mom's basement, and we used to pretend like uh, Elvis Presley was raised from the dead, and sounds to me like you were involved in so much of the occult it was just part of your upbringing is that safe to say yeah okay and so um and my mother I encouraged it as much as possible um right there was a show about a little girl and a little boy and they, they were uh i used to love this show and they uh they used to be able to do, like, uh, witchcraft, like, make things happen with, the, like, if they scratch a certain wire, if they did this or did that, something would happen. Like, tonight, right about probably not even two minutes ago, when we were on break, my palm was itching. I said, oh, I got money coming, because it always comes true whenever my palm itches. I get money, and it happens every single time. And I'm like, I don't want this. I mm -hmm. don't want this to happen. You know, I think we're going to do something a little different. God okay. knows every single thing that you were exposed to as a child, as a teenager, yeah. and the things that before you ever became a Christian— but he has saved you. Sweetheart, you belong no longer to the dark side, to the kingdom of darkness. You belong to the kingdom of light. When you came to Christ and he showed you. That was before when I got saved. That was before you were saved, those things. But now, greater is the one who is living in you. And he will be victorious over you no, and I through. No, I got saved when I was four. Well, let's, let, I'm going to lead you in a prayer right now until we okay. talk again. I want you to pray after me, okay? Yeah. Okay. Lord God. Lord God. Right now, I bow only to you. Right now, I'm only to you. 
to your power and authority. To your power and authority. I confess that I have submitted. I confess that I have submitted. To ungodly powers and practices. To ungodly powers and practices. I don't want them in my life. I don't want them in my life. I reject them over my life. I reject them over my life. Jesus, thank you for shedding your blood. Jesus, thank you for shedding your blood. On the cross to purchase my forgiveness. On the cross to purchase my forgiveness. Thank you for letting me become a child of God. Thank you for letting me become a child of God. Through your supernatural power. Through your supernatural power. I totally renounce. I totally renounce. All acts of the occult. All acts of the occult. All acts of Satan. All acts of Satan. And his demonic forces. And his demonic forces. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. And that in Christ I am forgiven and set free. And in Christ I am forgiven and set free. In his powerful name I pray. In his powerful mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, sweetheart, I want you to realize that the Bible is called the sword of the spirit it is like it's like artillery it's like if you were you and I were in a a battle a war well there's power in the word of god and the bible says in ephesians 6:17 the sword of the spirit is the word of god and so I want you to be every day reading God's word. I want you good. Oh, good. I'm so glad. And we're going to come back. And if there's anything that is tempting to you, you just say, nope, that's not from my God. I stand on his side and he is in me. And Lord, I pray right now you will put a hedge of protection around my sister in Christ. Just as you put a hedge of protection around Job, I pray you'll put a hedge of protection completely around her. We will send our keys for living on the occult called Dispelling the Darkness. We'll send that to tonight's caller. We do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. We'd also like to ask that you pray, especially for this caller whom we called Ruth tonight. Uh, pray for her as she deals with the uh, uh, the outcome of this program. So if you'd like to keep uh, resources going out from this program, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash hope. And you may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.